Yo, who the ops? Can't be us. Welcome back. It's another show. Champagne soccer. What's going on, fellas? Ah, uh, man, feels good. I my, I didn't see my team get slid this week. How about y'all? I, I got a W and a goal. <laughs> and I saw the Devil Blues on a Sunday. Whoa. It's all good. I'm over two, uh, going to like a, a, a group setting to watch. 11-0 scoreline in both of those games. Hey, <laughs> it is what it is, yo. Let's go it's ahead and get area. roasted. Go ahead and bring it. <laughs> well, before we get uh, started on the main course, uh, Aaron, how, how you doing? Man, I'm good, man. Uh, even though my, my striker's on the leash, um, my team won and you know, we're looking towards the next match. Well, 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 e, um, let's let's just go ahead and um, get this over with. You know, you 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 guys were on the high. You you came into the game uh, telling us, you know, that the Carabao Cup was important. You guys was wearing the flags on the pitch, dancing. Oh my gosh! We thought the season was over with, but um, I don't know if I said it was important. I said it's it's bigger than it used to be. That's all I said. No, it's not. Had the flag (laughs) Oh, stop! Yeah, look, we ain't gonna go with the Man City thing again. Hey, um, but yeah, y'all y'all had to come on to Anfield this weekend. Um, Mm. but before I go. Oh my rant! I I want to know how how did you feel about uh the game oh. like tactically before the game and then we can we could go we can you know we can go, go exhibit by exhibit. We don't need to go in extended highlights because I'm trying was 22 minutes long. Hey, look, so uh, yeah, man. I mean, I I thought it was like a good setup. I mean, like like every week, I thought it was fine, but. Yeah, man. Hey, look, like you said, we got slid. I ain't nothing much I can say, man. I, I, I'm really kind of at a loss for words. I'm gonna defend this <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> right? Hey, look, it is what it is, bro. Hey, look, I, I I'm gonna uh, defend to an extent, but hey, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all not. Hey, man. <laughs> he got his hands up, y'all. This is crazy. I mean, what can I say? Right? What can I say? I mean, yeah. seven nothing is it? <laughs> hey, that's a funny picture. Uh, seven nothing is it? Hey, seven nil. How did you feel about? It. How did you feel about the selection? Did you you was cool with uh the way y'all set up? Yeah, of course, because it yeah. it didn't do us any wrong. I mean, Ten Hag is known to keep like similar lineups as long as they're doing all right. So nah, I didn't have any questions about what that looked like, not at all. And look, to be honest, even at one nil down, <laughs> look, it's crazy. Six six goals in the second half, right? But one nil down, I wasn't as you know. I sent a little video to you guys, as y'all see in the video, and we were. I wasn't too uh, down yet, cause I'll be honest. I thought like we were still in it. I thought we looked decent. We had some good chances. Missed a couple of them. That Casemiro was offside for one of them. Uh, Bruno Fernandez missed a wide open header that he that he could have converted. Um, um, so it could have been a different story. But at the end of the day, uh, like Ten Hag said, they they lost their composure. Basically, they lost their professionalism. They weren't disciplined, and uh, they started letting it get to them. I'm surprised nobody got sent off. Actually, I'm really surprised by that. But uh, so are you also surprised that Anthony stayed on as long as he did in the whole game? Or yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like seriously, that's a great question because I was actually thinking I was in that bar I was in. I was talking to people like, yeah, I think Anthony should come off because uh, 
his crosses were were bad. He had that one good chance at the be early in the game. Yeah, the but first exactly right. That first shot on goal, right? That made Allison make a good save. But um, I thought his crosses were bad. I thought he was making bad decisions. I thought Bruno played like some shit. Um, you know, Luke Luke Shaw went from looking decent in the first half to looking like some straight garbage in the second half. Um, and another, another thing everybody was kind of looking to see was the Rashford mm-hmm. versus um, you know, uh Trent. And we yeah, Trent. And do you think like that was more like a tactical error on Eric's part, not trying to expose that, or what do you think? Because I feel like there was a lot of matchups that yeah. you guys could exploit it within Liverpool, yeah. but when you when it came time to do it, it was a little bit too late. For example, uh, Granaccio coming on was like, I felt like it was a little bit too late. He yeah. probably started the match and then had Anthony like come on as a sub kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, I think I give I give Alexander Arnold some credit. He actually showed up a little bit on defense uh, in that match. Um, but you're right. I think there could have been some different uh, areas of the of the pitch to exploit. Um, and Ten Hag, look, he ain't gonna get it right all the time, right? He's been he's been knocking it out, for, you know, so far. But uh, yeah, this one it looked like tactically he got wrong. You know, he's not gonna make this excuse. I'm gonna make it, even though it may not be valid in some people's eyes. But look, this team is, is tired. Also, it's another thing you got to look at all these games they didn't play in a row, uh, four competitions. Um, at the same time, look, they got to be better though. You know it. it I don't know. It, like I said, I, I'm really kind of lost for words, man. It, it, when you lose seven nil, especially to a Derby, uh, a Derby opponent, <laughs> ain't much you can say. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, Marcus, you, you, you deserve every right, just like everybody in the chats. They deserve every right to like tear it up this week. So, uh, yeah. Oh, that, this, this is all was, season long. I'm talking about this season. I'm taking this one to to the memory. Forever, this is the worst loss in PL history by a big club. Thank you, Man United. You got that. You got that shit off us because Arsenal. Hey, we had the number one and number two title for ugliest (laughs) L. Yeah, I got a shout out the eight two. We got murked by uh, United, and I looked back at that lineup and I was like, oh yeah, that's why we got smoked. They had a lot of kids making debuts. A lot of niggas that never played again. Carl Jenkinson, Giroud, Traore. Oh my God. Buckling at DM. Those were sick days. Yeah, sick lineups. A lot of injuries. And then you who, who can forget when Wenger got slid by Chelsea in his a thousandth match, six nil. And the racism of the referees accidentally sending off Kyrian yeah. Gibbs when it was supposed to be Alex Oxalate Chamberlain. I mean, who can forget those days? I looked back at this lineup and I said, no wonder they got murdered. They had Oxalate Chamberlain and Arteta in a double pivot. What the hell is that? Hey, Ox <laughs> wanted to be a midfielder, bro. Yeah, you see? So thank you, Ephraim, Man United. Hey, this is the ugliest LNPL history by a Big Club. These guys won a trophy and thought the season was over. You see what I'm saying about this Carabao? These brothers got confused. They they forgot the trophy was won in February. There's still three more months in the season. And when I'm seeing boys like Lissandra Martinez, they're saying, oh, he's the butcher, he's this. When I saw him carrying that Argentina flag at the Carabao Cup like he didn't win a World Cup, that's when I knew these boys are finished. They're telling me 
the oh every era comes to an end and then you get slid six three by city and seven nil by liverpool what is that uh come on man what era is yes carabao cup is cute but like we say once ten hag you see he moved like pep trying to overthink things he did it yeah, put in Rashford at number nine when you know he's not that. He's number 10. He needs his pace yeah. to run at defenders. You put Werghorst at a number 10 when, yeah, that's cute, but this is Liverpool. You put yeah. Bruno on the left, and this is another yeah, thing. Yeah, that was bad. I, yeah, yeah, man. This I'm is supposed to be Liverpool. Bad. This is supposed to be Liverpool at their weakest. Yeah. And you get him Merck 7 0 by them? Oh, yeah. hell no. Nah. This it's is forever. I watch that highlight every day. When I feel bad, I turn it on and I smile to see Lissandro run back to Ajax. Oh my God. I'm watching it right now as we speak. Oh my God. This is hilarious. Oh, look at Casemiro. Whoa, where you going, son? Oh. But nah, you make a good point. And Claytis made a great point as well about like how the lineup looked. And, and like putting, putting, yeah, putting Bruno Martinez, Bruno Fernandez, excuse me, I'm getting all, I'm, I'm, that's how discombobulated I am, right? Yeah, I mean, who knows who he is? He wasn't. Bruno I forgot Fernandez who my players are. Right, <laughs> he but was not in putting, Trent's pocket. <laughs> putting Fernandez on the left like that, like what was that? What was that tactic? You know, not putting Rashford on the left, letting him kind of go at uh, Trent uh, Alexander. But you know, I so I don't know. Yeah, overthought it. Definitely overthought it. You know, I feel even though was, you know, I'm, I'm City never hasn't lost like this, but you know, feeling like how Anthony felt like, what are you doing? Putting people in places like. They're not really supposed to be. Or I get the total football thing. I get trying to have people play different positions, but sometimes they just can't. And uh, Bruno Fernandez should have never been on the left-hand side like that. Marcus Rashford should have been over there. Veghorst probably should have been at, up top. Um, Bruno stayed at the 10. Uh, have, like, uh, you know, Sancho or Ganacho play or something. I don't know, but... Yeah, Anthony wasn't wasn't kicking it. Um, so I don't, I don't know, man. It was it was it was over. It, it was done. It was it was it was a wrap. I feel like I'm talking too much about this loss. Uh, so Mark, uh, down, bro. So I, I I'm actually gonna. This is gonna be funny in my opinion. I'm gonna give. Uh, well, I'm not even gonna say that the lineup was messed up. I'm gonna say. Uh, so I watched a little footage. You know, I've been doing a little research. You know, uh, also watching the highlights, enjoying it. But uh, I've been doing a little research, bro, and um, your boy got out coach. So um, what really happened, honestly, was uh, the first 20, I would say what, first 30 minutes? When would that Casemiro shot end it? I think that was like the 41st minute. It was uh, 30, it was like the 30-something, 37th minute maybe. So up until that point, you guys were, we were both pressing the same. Um, and we were leaving both of the wing wing like the both of the fullbacks like in wide open spaces. Klopp swapped it, and they made Salah, and they made um they made Nunez start pressing Shaw, and they uh pressed Dialog. So therefore, uh, what was that? It would be Harvey helping in the middle with Gakpo. When they made that swap. Y'all were really confused, and that's when uh we got that first goal. Um, yeah. Um, shit. What the first goal? It's off a counterattack on Gakpo, forty first minute. Yeah, yeah. So that that goal right there, that was uh Harvey in the space. He got the uh he got the ball back, and he played it back quick, and then they got the goal off that. Mm -hmm. The second goal. Well, shit. Let's just skip. 
that Mo Salah goal was amazing on the low. Was, um, yeah. If you look at the highlights, he he left right at him. He sat him down. Then he nutmegged him to get the assist. Like, this well, next yeah. level. Yes, man. Next level, bro. Like, um, I, I do agree. When he put Rashford in the middle, that was kind of dumb. Outside yeah. of that one chance, that was, like, the best opportunity, I think, for, like, in that point of the game, because that was, like, 22 minutes in. That was the best chance for both teams. Right. But after we got that second goal, y'all lost y'all discipline. Um, I would say after the third goal, but yeah, I hear you though. The second goal because it's so yeah, I give you, you know I give you that because you know Bruno, what? So Bruno and Robinson so got caught up with that. They got caught mm-hmm. up doing that shit. And mm-hmm. at that point, Bruno was out the game, honestly yeah. to me, because he, he just was looking to flop or like looking to get back <laughs> at people. He sure was. I give you that. We talked about that in the bar, Marcus, and, and we were saying like he's just looking for stuff. Now he's dropping his foot down, looking for looking for uh looking to get contact. He's you know, he's going over too easy. So yeah, he, he was just he was just out of it at that point. And I'll also say this, Marcus, I give Klopp credit for this too. I think he started relenting possession and said, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit them on the counterattack because they ain't got nothing for me on the counterattack. And they didn't. And that's like look at all y'all goals. A lot of them was on the counterattack, right? I mean, y'all hit us. I mean, wide open. No, no kind of defense. No kind of discipline. Nothing. Everybody was all over the place. Up the other side of the field. Other uh, other side of the pitch. So I, I was, give Pop a lot I, of credit. Y'all started. Huh? I give you that. I give you that because I, mean, I was saying. I was saying. Um, this this was the rock. We played heavy metal this game. Um, no like it it was set up perfectly because of the way how like like I said, y'all play so similar. Y'all press similar to us. So I think that they gave Klopp an example, like, oh, okay, I know how to work this. Yeah. And uh, honestly, in the second half, bro, after the third goal, y'all, we could have had about, we could have had nine. We could have bored Miff, y'all. Oh, easy. Easy. It, they, they, they was out of it, bro. Like I said, I, I, I'm i surprised nobody got a red card or two red cards. I'm surprised nobody from United got sent off. So I think Ten Hag did try to save a couple people like Martinez, obviously, and uh, putting putting uh, Shaw at the center back, which I didn't think was a good idea either, but whatever. Um, but yeah, man, like I get give credit where credit due, bro. Like y'all, y'all, y'all came in, came with it. Y'all was ready. Y'all been trending upwards anyway, and so I think yeah, we overplayed our hand. And uh, yeah, Scott was say, it out. I would say, man, Clock got to get some respect put on his name, man. No. And like I've been saying, man, March Madness, man. That's that's <laughs> when this shit matter, bro. Like for real, for real. Yeah. Look at it. We was in nice spot in January. Motherfucker saying y'all gonna make it. You what? Chelsea, I appreciate y'all. We about to get in there in a second. I appreciate yeah. y'all. Bounce their ass out of the out of the uh, Champions League. We get top four. You know what's up? We do, man. <laughs> But before we get off this topic, I got a quick little couple facts. Uh, Dan said said it earlier. The largest win in a rivalry history um, is tied for Man United's largest defeat in club history. Um, yeah, it's most solid breaking records on y'all head top, taking the top off. Um, we we've outscored y'all eighteen to one in the last eight meetings at the Fortress. Uh, Man United have conceded right. seven goals in a Premier Le- Premier League match for only one time in club history. Yeah, we we getting all type of records on y'all. <laughs> and uh, to end this off, De Gea, that's the most conceded in six hundred and nine games. Hey, let's move on out of here. We we could keep with the Samba talk. 
Huff. Also, shout out Andrew, uh, your boy, and Andrew Robertson for now having more. Oh, yeah, salute. PL assist than Hazard in less matches. Well, but I ain't gonna lie though. Hazard was a problem in the Premier League if you look up them stat lines. He was, and that's why it's crazy that a fullback Mm -hmm. has created more chances than him in less games. That's it, is you're right. Hazard was sick. So for Robertson to be a fullback and be a better creator. Statistically, it's amazing. That's why. Yeah, think... hold on, hold on, Clay. Before we get into Chelsea, we can we gonna dip into um. Usually around this time, the boy, he he goes and has he goes to his sister's birthday party. He he gets injured, but this time it's actually some some that's actually a problem for that style of players. Neymar has been shut down for the season, fellas. How y'all feel about that? I want Clay to start this off because he is a part of the generation that feels that Neymar is better than Ronaldinho. And go ahead, man, explain it. What is I mean, it? You know, all we're going to say is Neymar's longevity, our last, you know, Ronaldinho's, you know, like longevity. So Based that's on what? Um, he's played longer at a higher level, he's produced more. Are you saying his peak Based was on, longer? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm asking because yeah, his peak is longer. Okay, so and when he, does Neymar's peak start? You could say 2013, 14. And you telling me how long did that peak last? Because how many injuries did he see sustain in that peak? What consistent peak was going on with all those injuries? Are we comparing that to Ronaldinho's or just his? Yeah, we can Regardless, compare to Ronaldinho because Ronaldinho, he led, you can say his peak started 99. And then in 2012, he was still leading, or sorry, 2010, over 10 years later, he's still leading Serie A and assists. Then he goes back to Brazil when Neymar is the young player in the league balling. What's Ronaldinho doing? Leading the Brazilian league in assists and then leads his team to Copa Libertadores. That's why I'm like, what peak are niggas talking about? Because Ronaldinho, when he was an old man, he was still balling when Neymar was a kid. Now, when Neymar is Ronaldinho's age, he's hurt all the time. So that's why I'm confused about what peak is longer. But at this age, where was Ronaldinho playing? At 30, let's see. Ronaldinho was born... 1980 so when he was 30 he was leading italy in assists yeah something neymar's never done he's never led a top five league in assists that's my point that's why i'm like all right all right but then look who he's playing with though so he's always gonna have to either take number two seat somewhere but at the end of the day nah, you can't say that because when when neymar went to psg he was the man on the team but because he got hurt all the time Mbappe took over the team, and now he's the all-time leading scorer of the club. That's the difference. Ronaldinho at AC Milan, he played with Zlatan, all those guys, and he was able to be the machine to create all the chances for the club. So that's why I look at it differently. I'll give you the props. That was one season. a better goal scorer, but he ain't a better player, or he didn't have a longer peak, but he's a better goal scorer. I'll give you that. I mean, I agree with that, too, because at the end of the day, his name is going to be number one on the Brazil national team. And he still I feel like he still produced more at a higher level than Ronaldinho has. 
And I feel like he's contributed to more. I mean, they've won the World Cup, but other than that, I feel like he's won all, all the same. And nah, it wasn't the same. The There's a difference between people. being a sidekick and winning the Champions League and then being the best player on the team and winning the Champions League. And that's oh, what Ronaldinho you know, was. And you do not always have this conversation where you don't feel like he wasn't like contributing to that Champions League winning. He team. was a contributor, but he was a sidekick. He, he was a main contributor. contributor. He wasn't the bus driver like Charles Barkley says. He was riding the bus. He wasn't he wasn't Messi. He wasn't Suarez. He was number three on the team. That's the difference. When you look at Ronaldinho 2006, when it's him, Eto, Xavi, Iniesta, Messi, the team revolved around Ronaldinho. No one will deny that. But we can look at that treble team of Barcelona. Neymar was number three on that team. That's why I always say Neymar's peak was when he was at Santos. When he was the main man leading them to Copa Libertadores, that's the best Neymar I ever saw. Then after that, he's just been on some sidekick shit. That's the that's the Neymar that I thought was going to be one of the ones when he went to Santos. Then when he went to Barcelona, like you said, Messi's an alien. You're going to have to be a sidekick. Where was he going to go? Because he, he wasn't ready to lead a team by himself or be the main man on the team. So he goes to PSG with the young prodigy, and then the young prodigy takes over the team. That's why I'm confused. Like, Neymar, when was the last time Neymar was even the best player on his own team? I want. I say two years ago. I say that, but when they uh, went to the Champions League final, I'll give you that to Bayern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that one. But then, shit, I would have give him earlier this season. He was cooking. I mean, I mean but even earlier this season, Messi had... was cooking. That's the thing. It was uh, like they were all going crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, he has the most assists and most goals in the team this season. Messi I mean, does now. I mean, now that he's injured, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's the point. Being healthy is a skill, too. Availability is the best ability. If y'all played sports, y'all all heard coaches say that. If I can't rely on you, then I can't call on you when it matters. And that's what Neymar is. In the World Cup, he gets hurt all the time. Every year he gets hurt, you can't rely on him. As crazy as Ronaldinho was and as hot as he was with his antics, that nigga would be on the pitch. Neymar, you can't say the same. Hey, I'll say this about it. I, I agree to the point, like, your availability is very important because, um, like, if you the star, like, they can't depend on you. And I feel like in any sport, like, being a former athlete or, like, even just looking at the game now, when the guys get to a point where the, the coaching and training staff have to make, like, special workouts and you can't work out certain days, it, it's about a wrap for you. Like, especially them, like, investing heavy and, like, trying to make you the main guy. Like, it, it's a limited time on that. So, I, I felt like this Copa, what was that? The the World Cup was, like, his opportunity again to shine. And he got hurt again. Yeah. So, it's like, it's like every time now, it's like later in his life, he just can't find a way how to adjust his game, honestly. And that's, like, what the remain stars do. Look at Messi. I mean, look at look at all these dudes. They go to other leagues and they adjust their game. Like he still hasn't done that, in my opinion. You right about that. that because my bad, Ephraim. I just wait. No, please. Real quick. If you look at what Ronaldinho used to play in, the era he played in, a way more physical era. 
look at when he played in France. Y'all know France, that's where Neymar's getting hurt at all the time. The Butchers, <laughs> they played the same way back then. He handled it. He went to La Liga, more physical back then. He handled it. He went to Syria, most defensive league. He handled it. That's the difference. If we want to talk about players, like we like to give Cristiano props for going to different leagues in Boston. It Ronaldinho did the same thing. If you look at, like I said, Neymar is a better goal scorer, but Ronaldinho's function was to create chances. And if you look at La Liga, I let it in assists. Serie A, I let it in assists. Champions League, I let it in assists. Brazilian League, I let in assists. Everywhere, uh, Copa Libertadores, I let in assists. Everywhere he went, he served his function to be the main playmaker of the team. Everything operated around him, and for over a decade, you could rely on him. Neymar, you can't rely on him in the same way. That's why it's even like, bro, he's a he's the all he's about to be. He's tied Pele's record. He's about to be the all-time leading scorer for Brazil. And what does he have? A gold medal in the Olympics? Please. <laughs> yeah. I look to to speaking about availability, uh since 2016-17 season, when he was still playing for Barcelona. Neymar has not played more than 22 matches in a season for in the league since 2016-17. So the most he's played is 22 matches, and that was in 21-22. Um, yeah. Uh, and as far as goal scoring go, uh, you know, Ronaldinho has 114 total goals in his career. Uh, Neymar has 150. And these are just league games, mind you. So I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not counting Champions Leagues and all that stuff. Now, what I will say is that as far as assists go, Neymar actually has more assists than Ronaldinho ever had. Yeah, and you know but, why too? <clears throat> but, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, there's a reason why. So yes, the pace of the game. Yeah, yeah, no you doubt. know the pace of yeah. the game is much faster today. When, right. like I mentioned, Ronaldinho, the La Liga uh, he played in was much slower. The yeah. Serie A he played in was much slower. Even La Liga, we know. The oh yeah, why they called it Tiki Takas? Because what the slow tempo of how it was back then. So you're right. right. Statistically, Neymar is amazing. But the thing mm -hmm. is, that's why I like to look at peak because in Neymar, as we know, at his time, look at the teams he's played on and all the opportunities that can he can generate and he can score. The same yeah. thing as Ronaldinho. Like, look at the team he played on. He played with, like I mentioned, young Xavi, Iniesta, yeah. Uh, Busquets wasn't there yet, but wow. they had a what's my man? Oh, why am I drawing a blank? Mascherano? No, not him. Yeah, um, not Mascherano. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. This is before Yaya. Who was their DM? That's what I was about to say. I was about to say Yaya. Yeah. Um, I'll, it'll come to me, but okay, just even with all those guys, they still relied on him. Yeah, Nigel Dion. Yeah, Nigel Dion. Yeah, yeah, I'm not thinking about him. I'll look it up, but I think with that team now. Ronaldinho, if you even that's what I want people to look at. Just look at Ronaldinho mm. the last 10 years or like 2010 to 2012. Go back and watch Ronaldinho in Brazil. Him and Neymar, you his their teams used to have classic matches. And you right. look at Ronaldinho was still cooking. Yeah, you're right. He was in his early 30s back in Brazil, but he was still a problem. <laughs> hey, are you thinking of uh um Ed Nilsson? Mm, not him you're not thinking about him yeah hold on let me look at let me I'm, I'm trying to look at the 2016 yeah. if nothing else 
Uh, that was a Champions League final team that beat. Uh, yeah, because yeah. let me see. I'm trying to remember. Okay. But uh, but yeah, as far Tiago as like Mata, Tiago Mata, that's who I was uh, talking okay. about. Yeah, okay. Shout out to you. And he's also a PSG boy. If y'all know about him, mm. that, yeah, he's a PSG homie too. So yeah. he's been reserving at PSG <laughs> for some quite some time. Okay, <laughs> in France on the payroll. He he's part he's part of the scheme too. Him and Morata probably yeah. on the same agenda. Whoa, 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 Agency, whoa, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm knowing. Hey man, since since you 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 ready to pop, man? We got a double up from you th- this week, man. Yes, sir. Two games, three goals. Oh, you see Lord. that? Yeah, yeah. The average, the numbers you added up. Yeah, you know. I'm glad we got that that goal this weekend. You know, doesn't really do much in the table, but the Champions League game, I I didn't get a chance to watch that, but I came home and just saw that the highlights. And honestly, I think that's the best we've played in months. Like the intensity that we had, we haven't shown that. We showed more urgency, like a desire to want to win the game. Um, that Felix boy, that Felix boy, y'all better sign that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Felix is a different story, but I feel like he's creating chances, which is something that we need. And, you know, Kai had a little bit more confidence today to try to finish, but. I definitely feel like we're still missing a few more pieces for us to really be, you know, like, you know, anything of a title contender or like to fight for some trophies. But today I was proud that, you know, we advanced to the next round. <laughs> Cucurella man of the match. Oh, oh my God. What? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the back three. Done. Oh, I saw, I saw him, but I didn't want to think about him. Yeah. You're big homie, man. Uh, hey, hey, they bought a $60 million fullback in his best position as center back. Hey, I don't know what's going on, but congrats. Shout out to Dortmund. I know Jude, he was upset. He said them getting another penalty was egregious. I know it's corruption, but hey, it is what it is, Jude. Come to England so you can be on the corruption side. You know what time it is. You know, the funny thing is, (laughs) they said that Taboli actually came down a tunnel and was celebrating with Todd Potter and Nichols was drinking a beer. Yeah, he probably was because, I mean, shout out to uh, your mans. He was at the cup final, Arsenal-Chelsea, the ladies, and Arsenal won, and he was looking sick. Like, damn, even the ladies can't win? Was so he I looking like Rashford? Yeah, Juju. <laughs> and let's not forget, Potter is his guy. He, he yeah. wanted Potter. So he that's why I believe that he's going to give Potter time, even if y'all was going to can continue struggling a little bit, but yeah, yeah. that's his guy. My timeline's not changing. Twenty twenty six. Hmm. No. We get a new president. No, you're gonna speed it up. Twenty twenty four. Watch. Yeah, man. Come this on, summer. Come this on, summer they about to spend another half billion dollars. Three years is twenty three, right? Yeah. Twenty. Yeah, that's why I said twenty four. You're gonna be geeked. Twenty four. Yeah, next year you're gonna be. Geeked. Hey, don't homie got bread in the Dodgers. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. I think he yep. might have divested some. He was like a minority owner. Didn't he sell some of his shares to get more money to buy Chelsea? Or maybe I'm he, wrong. He does. He does a lot of group movements. Yeah, he might have, but he also got financed with some group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Group movements. He's never. Yeah, he's not the only owner of the team. He's like the majority or the face of of the group. Yeah, my bad. I I know this is random, but can you please go back, Ephraim, and complete your Neymar and Ronaldinho comparison? Because I want to know. 
how many more assists Neymar has and is it like how many more seasons because I want people to appreciate both of their greatnesses but just know Ronaldinho's the one guys all right no doubt so this is what I'm looking at thanks you thank you football reference for this because uh this is from 2013-14 from Neymar up to this season and so uh the assists total is 83 uh for Neymar uh, as far as Ronaldinho go, I'm going from 0102 season to 2015, and his assist total is 80. And remember, just be clear, these are all just league matches, not any Champions Leagues, no cups, no nothing, anything like that. So that's what all this is. So um, but yeah, so that that's the that's the span you got right there. Okay. Um and remember, uh for the last couple seasons of uh Ronaldinho's career, he was back in Brazil. Yeah, or no, I take that back. Two seasons in Brazil. And one in, um, I like a part of one in um, Mexico or something like that. So yeah, that was the end. And like, he yeah, Brazil I, I, he played. Did yeah, he come bro. to the MLS for a second? No, <laughs> not anymore. No, he did not. Nah, he it was Milan. <laughs> then he went to Mineiro. Then uh, I'm not. I'm gonna get this name wrong. Uh, Queretaro. Yeah, that wrong. And then Fluminense in uh, Brazil. So, um, so yeah, that, that was his end of his career. Pep knows too. Pep ended his career in Mexico. You know, when that cartel money calls, sometimes you gotta go, allegedly. Hey, he, he might not have a choice. They might make you come. So <laughs> let me stop. Hey, hey, while you're over here talking about dirty money, we can go and talk about dirty victories. Y'all gotta get <laughs> Fergie time to beat Bournemouth. Hey. What, what's up with that, bro? <laughs> Shout out to corruption out there, all right? You already know what it is, man. Arsenal started ugly, started flat. I think this is a team now that they can't pull uh, Pep monitor tricks like Pep. He can, because he has a, a deep team with a lot of talent, he can pull rotational moves and keep players on their toes. We can't do that at our arsenal. We don't have that much depth. So I think some of the players are getting complacent because we fall behind a lot early and often, and then we have to drag ourselves out. And that is a thing that I don't like because we're not united under Fergie. We don't have that depth or clout. We not, like I said, we ain't city. So <laughs> you guys keep falling behind. Yeah. It's cool to do it against these teams. Like, Giving up a goal in nine seconds is embarrassing, okay? Disgusting. And then to not score a goal until the hour mark when going down 2-0, Partey has to score a banger and then a Ben White little tap-in joint. It was ugly, but, hey, they got the win. But this is why I'm like, hey, I'm watching the season, and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be hot coming down to the stretch because – Arsenal now they're about to continue their Europa League campaign against Sporting Lisbon. Just fall out, drop out, and focus on the league because I don't like what I'm seeing. We don't have the talent to play in two competitions and rotate properly. So just drop out and focus on the PL because yeah, I don't like falling from behind and having to come back every time. Shout out to Reese Nelson though. Hey man, you got you see, uh it's the rumors on the street. Y'all got the best center back parent in the league. How you feel about that though? Yeah. I don't think there is any best center back parent for real. Well, I guess you could say 
who has the best goal difference? Isn't it still New? Uh, well, I don't know Newcastle. We're gonna talk about them getting mixed, but who has the best goal difference in the league? That's why, like, hey, just give it to them. But now Newcastle's putting Def Dan Burn at left back. I don't know. So let's see. Fewest goals conceded in the PL. Yeah, it's still Newcastle seventeen. Newcastle? Yeah, just say Newcastle, man. It ain't. It ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Because, yeah, the way I'm looking at it is going to come down to the end of the season. And that's where City, they have the Champions League to focus on. Arsenal fall out of Europa League now. <laughs> oh, so you want to be a one competition boy and do the Leicester City? Is this what we're going for? Yeah, shout out Leicester. That's why they won the league, because they had no Europe to worry about. What happened the next year when they was in the Champions League? What happened to their campaign to defend the, the title? Stress. Yeah, they died. <laughs> Back down. We can't say anything about dying. They 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 only died that that year, that next year. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, they got rid of Ranieri fast. Quick. That was something else, yeah. Enough talk about people getting slid. Well, hold up. Let's not start, stop talking about people getting slid. Hey, Ant. Y'all got uh, Newcastle out of the way. Go ahead and let us know about uh, the retirement of the three, two, four, one puzzle that that Pep had going on. Well, Marcus, uh, I think Pep. You know, actually, I was about to say he said his prayers, but I think he uh, is on the opposite end of that that uh, spectrum. Um, he he talked to somebody. Is his uh, confidant and some someone got in his head and was like, "Hey man, you need to cut that shit out." And guess what? He did. So we're, we we ran. Uh, what what was it? A uh, back four, uh, consisting of Key Diaz, Akanji Walker, um, yeah, Gundogan, Rodri, double pivot. Grealish, De Bruyne, and then Foden with Holland at the number nine. Still no Rico. <laughs> nah, that little that little kid, he wasn't on there. Um, it's cool though. He, it, it, honestly, man, I can't defend Cancelo, but I will always because uh, his uh, character is showing out over in Bayern too. You know what I'm saying? But skill wise, that's my guy. But Rico, he's cool, man. Walker, Kyle Walker, he was out there uh, proving his worth. He's still a runner, and uh, that's that's cool. So he was it's, – it's whatever, man. Pep geeked it by going to a back three and doing weird stuff just to not have Holland get to 50 goals. Uh, I think he he just didn't doesn't want that. He doesn't want the league to be won or lost on Holland's foot. He'd rather be won or lost on his mind. And that's cool. Uh, we won leagues like that, so I can't argue with his his method. But we have lost the Champions League like that. So I hope he's going back to the basics to prepare for the trophy that I really want us to get this season. Even though I believe we can still have a you know trouble, you know, for the season, but. We'll, we'll see. Do you, think, 
Foden on drugs, out of the dog, Do you think Foden's out of the doghouse? Yeah, he was hurt. I believe he was more hurt. Okay, he was okay. uh, uh, nursing an injury. I forgot what ankle or foot it was, but after the World Cup, uh, I read that Pep said that uh, Foden was nursing an injury. So now it looks like he's back. Um, now playing uh, inverted uh, wise too. So I don't know what's. I don't know what's up. We got our, our wingers are on crack right now. Um, Grealish, uh, Grealish, he's doing real well. Um, Mares, we already know he's back up. And so, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We we gotta. I gotta ask you, how did you feel when Gucci Grealish got put on the deck, and you got Fabio running halfway down the pitch to defend him? The bromance is real, huh? Yeah, man. Um, uh, you talking about Holland, right? Yeah, pulling man. up on yeah, yeah. I mean, Holland got to get involved in the game somehow. That's that's <laughs> it. I'm like, yeah, he had to get involved, man. He, he got an assist like, too, though. Yeah, he was he was he was doing his thing. Yeah, he did. No, he. I mean, that assist was a great uh, uh, IQ pass. But honestly, um, I wouldn't mind seeing him be a little selfish and do a little spin around and try to go for it because they don't they don't try to look for him, man. And so he his head was broken to make that vicious smart pass. But I feel like another player, like maybe Lukaku, would have hit the spin move on somebody, or maybe Jesus, man. But um, we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, Marcus, I am excited that the formation switched. But honestly, I'm looking at who we playing this week coming up, man. Them brothers over at Crystal Palace, man, I give a damn. You know what I'm saying? They, we, we may get countered on, and I may see us go down. We may drop points this week. Hey, at least you at least you don't got Zaha. I think he's gonna be still out. At least you can you can say that. But oh, he's hurt. Yeah, he he didn't play against us. They said he was out when I was watching that one. So, um, I would say this. Yeah, them boys got a lot of swag over there. And them, when them boys on the pitch, man, they play they play hard, man. Ozil, all them boys, they play hard. But hey, yeah. real quick, man. Lakanga, a hey, Uncle Vieira has them looking better right now at Crystal Palace too. Man, yeah. you know Pep don't like Crystal Palace always begins some uh, highlight goals against City that ends up on a Premier League commercial. Um, like three years, yeah, for real. Like three years ago, if <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell y'all, three years ago it was like Townsend against yeah. us, yeah. Like, I remember outside, that match, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think uh, Zaha had a crazy counter attack like a year ago or two years ago against us. That was a crazy goal that I saw in the intro of the Premier League, like Sunday morning. I was like, dang, man, they just dropping stuff on us. But go ahead, Ephraim. I right, was, was about to ask. Well, I was actually just going to say, I think you made a point about, uh, somebody made a point about Foden. I think y'all need to just ride that train too, though. I think, I think he's like, yeah, I, I like him playing on the right like that. Cause he, he tore us the fuck up on the right. Uh, uh, when we came to, uh, to uh, Etihad and lost to six, three. So, but <laughs> I like, I like what I saw from you guys. I think, yeah, going back to that back four, um, and like you said, Graylish is playing a lot better, uh, on the left, like he is. He draws fouls like it ain't nothing. I mean, the, the the dude is always drawing a foul. So that's one thing y'all got going for you as well. So, I mean, I like the way y'all are playing. I mean, I think y'all just got to keep that up. Hey, man. And to add to the, the players playing on crack, Bernardo, I think Clay's trying to make another call to get you, bro. He's trying to get you somewhere, bro, because you you playing two next right now. Yeah, no, Bernardo, yep. 
player of the season. He, he, my man sold me. My man sold me. He he's gonna be in Barcelona for two weeks. So we about to set up the paperwork over there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, because Barcelona, the La Liga commissioners say, man, y'all niggas can't spend no more money this summer. Y'all need to cut it out. So yeah, Bernardo's lost. He sucked. He's sick because last year is when he should have jumped. But you know, I don't think Barcelona gonna have money this year. So yeah, it's open season. Clay, go ahead, my man. Needs that boy. Um, if we could get somebody like him in Chelsea, man, that would definitely help change the mentality of a lot of players, give us a lot more creativity, and hopefully we could start attracting some more quality players, to be honest. But, August, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead, but I just know Pep's not going to let that happen. But I was about to say, if he did come over there, though, I think it would be, be like how uh, Zinchenko and um, Jesus went over to uh, Arsenal, like that championship pedigree. A little veteran experience, yeah. like you said, like they'll he'll help like teach some guys like all right, this is how you win, this is how you play, this is how you you know work hard, blah 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 blah. So I think I think it would be like a real good pickup if uh if uh and dangerous, I think, as well, if y'all picked him up for some reason. So all all the club needs is a, is two players from my, my roster and then y'all are a, a title contending team now. That's tight. Uh now I don't know about that. Veteran mm-hmm. leadership. You know, like nah. I said, it just happened to be y'all. It just happened to be y'all, but yeah, yeah, I give you that. Yeah, nah. Um, I saw Sterling got y'all a goal uh today, Clayton. So that's cool. Um, he better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Christmas. He looked like he was back at Liverpool, <laughs> swinging a miss. Wow, that's why we sold his ass. Hey man, he he got a hundred goals for City. You know, it's all right. But after we done, we're a bit done talking about Pep and City chasing Arsenal. But I got a theory. <laughs> um, I, I feel like Pep is playing chess and Byron is playing checkers. Um, we got Cancelo rumors. He out here throwing pussy fits at practice, standing on the side. What is what's what, what's going on? And you 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 trying to get him back to the club? Yeah, man. I just want I just want my my favorite left slash right back to play, man. I'm I feel him. Some people he probably just needs to play soccer, man. He needs to play football. That's just in his blood. He's wondering what's going on, and he just needs to find out that he got to play defense. That's it. Somebody just need to coach him up or re- fully convert him into. A winger. Hey, man, said, you're dangerous, man. <laughs> I, to, I almost had to look up his age. I said, man, you still trying to work on his defensive game? Yeah, man, he trained, man. We all got to get better in er- different areas in our lives, man. His weakness can be can become his strength. My man you know? turns 29 in two months, man. I don't think he about to become a lockdown defender now. <laughs> hey, man, all he got to know is a track back, and, and that's it. I get it. Uh, that's all I got for him. <laughs> um, but it, it is bad. The the photo that I saw online was just him separated like from the team. And he did it was like clearly visible that he was throwing like a, a tantrum. Like he wanted to be shown that he was he, not happy. You know the funny thing about that picture is I, I when I saw it, I'm just like he doesn't know where he's at. 
This is actually how you know you know how many niggas then stood over during practice and didn't participate and niggas look straight on them. And other this <laughs> this is calm, bro. You just gotta look straight. There's a lot of competition on the team. So either you work for your position or you know, be on the sideline, look straight, collect your checks. Yeah, I mean, and Bayern, I think they're actually playing chess too, Marcus, because they put him on loan with an option to buy. They don't have to buy him. They can send his ass back to city. Relax. No harm done. So that's your package, huh? Yeah. So that's why I think Byron's looking at it like, all right, we needed a void at fullback. Our team is getting healthier now. We like what Stanisic is doing at right back and left back. Davies is waking up. I think that's what they needed Cancelo's presence for to wake up the players that they do have already. And it's working. Maybe he's been looking next. Yeah, man. And then, like you said, Cletus, at Bayern, so many players fighting for spots, so he's not the only person. Look at how Nabry has been in and out of the ro- the lineup. Coleman wasn't in the lineup now. Now you can't take him out. He's been balling, so that's the game. Like, Sané was starting the season hot. He's fallen off, dipped a little bit. Thomas Muller has been hurt. Now he's back balling again. So it's like Mane is now back working his way into the team. So that's how it is when you're at a all-star club or FC Hollywood. It's always going to be a lot of players fighting for spots. And even just to piggyback off what you said, um, Benjamin Pavar has been able to play a center back now. And like now it's he's talking about he's willing to stay if they, you know, Give him an offer again. Like, just look at that. So it's like, bro, he had to go back to center back, bro. Him at the fullback position, bro. He he was too stiff. No, but the thing I feel like it's the shumps. Just real quick, I'll just say this real quick, Clay, because I don't want you to lose your thought. But even Kunde at Barcelona, they be putting him at right back, and he be saying his favorite position is center back. So yeah, the shumps be moving niggas ugly. No, nah, you're right about that. Because before the World Cup, um, in that Champions League winning team, like Pavar was way more attack minded than than he ever was, in my opinion. And he was more flexible playing center back or playing on the right back. But once he went to France and came back, it was just he wasn't the same person. But I guess Cancelo being there and like threatening him for his position or also allowing him to play center back is giving him like a lot more energy and, you know, more confidence and, like, desire to stay. So, hey, I don't know what the fuck Brazil's doing, but I, I guess it's cool for now. Well, since we already over here talking about Brazil and those folks, we could talk about the hot, hot Bundesliga race, man. Very hot. Okay. We got doggone Bayern and Dortmund. At the top, tied on 49. Bro, that goal difference is, hey. I don't know if y'all seen that. It's yes. fucking crazy. 44. <laughs> Ridiculous. You, you gotta win the league outright. But um, I, before I, I pop this one off, and then y'all can uh, give y'all takes if y'all are viewing a little bit of it. It's like my second like favorite league right now, honestly, because. um. I mean, you you guys know I picked Union to try to, you know, do something. They currently in third. 
They tricked it. They tricked it this weekend. I watched their game. They tricked it. They were playing the lower side and they didn't do shit. Um, what is that? On the Dortmund side of the game, freaking Julian Brandt, he don't woke back up. Shit, I forgot him from about six FIFAs ago. And then it looks like uh it looks like Byron, I guess, since it's hot, they want to go ahead and uh do their thing because shit. What, how how do you say the striker name that I hate Motoyo or whatever his name is the brother that I thought was a uh, Jamaican. Hey Chupumoteng. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Clayton's cousin. He just he just got a new contract as well. Mm-hmm. He got a goal to get uh, right before it. So I mean, I mean respect, respect, man. I, I'm I, but like I said, I'm very interested. What y'all takes on that? Well, I'd say real quick, like I said at the beginning of like when we started the podcast, we were talking about like some the leagues to watch out for. I think we we all agreed Bundesliga is like probably the most exciting league to watch. And so far they are not failing this. It, it I mean the top three, really the top two, you know, they it's it's gonna come down to a fight and I like it. The only thing is like you said, Mark, is that goal differential is ridiculous. I mean 44 it, it, Bayern Bayern has a 44 goal difference versus uh Dortmund's 19. So if it comes down to a, a tie at the end of the season, yeah, it's not even close. So but I think it's great. I think it's hot. I love it. I think it's going to be a, a a wild finish, you know. Uh made the best team win at the end of it, but uh yeah, I like what I'm seeing right now. To be honest, I want to see like you know, it could be Dortmund, I don't really don't care, but I would like to see like the rest of the pack continue to push Byron to the last day in order to see how the team reacts to being under like so much pressure in the league. Cause the last couple of years, to be honest, you know, after the winter break, the first couple of games after that, you kind of tell if Byron's the league relax when the league or not. But other than that, the rest of the league was always like competitive and always interesting. But now for the fact that the title is the most competitive and the most interesting thing about the league is really good for the Bundesliga. And it's going to, I feel like it's also going to make like Bayern and the rest of the other teams, like start wanting to like invest more and try to find other, other ways to compete against Bayern in the league. And just, and also another thing I heard, um, Yuli has been like very vocal about the 50 plus one rule being abolished. Like he's been saying he's open to like trying to, welcome foreign investors so i would love to see a team like schalke uh hertha berlin leverkusen you know get like new sponsors or get some oil money like that like imagine that shit would happen in the bundesliga imagine how lit their league would be like even on top of what they already is right now kind of like the 50 plus one rule now i guess i would want everybody else reaction to k's comments afterwards as well but I be I like the fifty plus rule because it it kind of incorporates the fans in that sense. You can't do nothing super wild. Like you can't have a Ty Bowley come in here and play football manager in a sense. Like and that like yeah, the money investment would be good. But I mean, as long as uh as long as Byron don't buy every good player in the league, I think the league can continue to flourish. Like they buying American talent, they buying freaking other countries' talents. They growing Germans. I think that that is good in a sense, but I do agree they could they could get other outside entities to invest into the teams a little bit more. 
By the way, guys, uh, Cancelo has played in 191 of the possible 450 minutes in the last five matches. So, yeah, he's definitely on squad rotation status right now. And also to that point, Dan, he has not played a full 90 since joining joining uh, uh, Bayern. So. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, with the Bundesliga, hey, I love the Bundesliga. That's the league I grew up watching along with Serie A. So getting rid of the 50-plus-1 rule could make it more competitive. If you let the Red Bull family pump money into the club and different owners, I remember back in the days when Hamburg had a new owner and he tried to pump money in the club, but it didn't work. Hamburg, we still in the second division. Yeah, I say we because, you know, my family used to live in Hamburg and they used to fool with the club. Sometimes my dad still asks me what they're doing and I'm like, yeah, they still stuck in the second division. So if you could get a way to get rid of the rule and get owners to invest in the club and make it more competitive, I think it would be fun because the Bundesliga is exciting. It's entertaining. The presentation is dope. The fan, uh, the arenas the stadiums is like the best if you just going on like presentation and all that so i think if they got rid of the rule and could make it more competitive like how the pl is with a lot of teams having money at the top it would be fun anybody else watching uh any of that bundesliga yeah, I saw your boys Cologne. Super Cologne bad. frustrated Berlin. That Berlin, the reason why I don't like them as much is because they remind me too much of Simeone's Atletico. When they have the ball and they're supposed to dominate their opponents, they don't know what to do, Marcus. And you know I, why? It, you know why? Because they depended on wingers. That the guy Becker, they yeah. depend on him to create everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I I don't really trust it. So I think we know, uh, you know, first episode of this pod, we joked and said congrats on Bayern winning the league. I still think they're going to win the league. They have too much talent, too much depth. But, hey, maybe Dortmund tripping out of the Champions League will help them focus on the league and then they can take advantage. But I don't see Bayern losing this one. I mean, Dortmund doesn't have anything else to focus on. So... If they really want to win something and, you know, show like they're improving, I feel like this is a great time for them to really try to win the league again. They should be up in the table right now, but they've had too many L's, man. Look at look at this. They have one draw and six L's. That's why it's tie on points. If they took advantage, they should be up. But because of that, I'm like, all right, Bayern is about to walk through soon. Same thing with Leipzig. Like, they they had a nice run. And for some reason, they just had like a little mini dip like the past like month or two. And now they're sitting in what I think fourth place, which they could still probably push to third, but it's not, I don't, I don't see them, you know, like being in the title race. But as long as they're staying like close and, you know, winning games, I feel like that's definitely going to make the league interesting, which I'm hoping they do. Yeah, I like what I'm saying too. And out, but to, to, to your point about like uh, Dortmund you know, all those losses. What about Bayern and all those draws, though, right? If they converted some of those draws into wins, they'd be running away with it right now. Yep. So it'd almost be like a Napoli situation in uh, Syria. 
Yeah, Napoli, congrats on winning the league. Yeah, these boys. Hey, man. <laughs> Sometimes I look at the table and just laugh. And then I remember, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be hotter, but, you know, Juve got the button pressed on them. Milan, too. All right, well. <laughs> yeah, hey, look. Right now they up, what, 15 points? Yeah, Napoli yeah. up 15 points. Everybody's played 25 matches, so... 13 games left in the season. I don't think they'll choke this. They better not. They'll be terrible. Hey, I will say this before them leagues end. Um, I, I like how y'all retracted. Uh, I did say that um I think I said Freiburg was gonna be uh in the top four. Um currently they are fifth. I do not believe they will get top four, even though they <laughs> they won they won two out of three when I watched them. They are also a side that leaks goals. They they do a lot of rash tackles. It's 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 not, it's not beautiful football. I mean, that's what I would say at the lower parts of the Bundesliga. Like Leverkusen started the league hot. Then they start to just start tricking off. Gladbeck, same thing. You started kind of hot. Then like it just like they defenses. Like like the the stuff that you can expose, they just continuously get exposed by the bigger teams, and it's it, it, you not you not getting as many victories. And so, um, and the other leagues also like Italy, bro. I watched Napoli game for maybe forty minutes, bro, because they get two up, and there's no reason to watch because they just time wasting. <laughs> and I will say this: I think Jose realized early. That he didn't have enough talent at Roma. He he trying to focus on the the cups because it 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 does not look entertaining. He be looking frustrated whenever I watch Roma. Like he he don't got put off. He don't got sent off about two three times this year. Yeah, three times. Yep, more than any player. <laughs> OG, yes sir. Yeah, that's that's what Mourinho is now at this point though. Ever OG. since. Since he went to United, he's a cup coach now. That's what he is. He can't win leagues anymore. He don't have – because that's the thing. Yeah, he was a great builder with Porto, but since then he's coached all-star teams. He don't have all-star teams no more, so he ain't winning no league. But that's why, like I always say, Champions League is important, but that's why I don't rate it as much as a league because, for example – Look at Dortmund. These brothers didn't lose in 2023, and they just lost to a 10th place team in England. Chelsea is about to go to the quarterfinal of the Champions League. No one thinks they're one of the top eight teams in Europe, but that's just <laughs> cup competitions. It's random. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense often. So like Mourinho, they won Conference League. Maybe they will win Europa League. That's cool, but we know he ain't winning no league no more. <laughs> so uh you know i mean we we talk about multiple leagues so we'll dip in with the mls minute real quick This week, 
week, fellas, we watched it. I watched about four or five of the games. It's quite a few games. They they playing them at the same time. Apple, you gotta give me uh you gotta give us simulcast or something, bro. We can't watch our we can't watch four games at, at, at three three PM, bro. We I don't have that many goddamn screens. Um, but to get in the games, you know, first up we watched I watched uh LA FC versus Port Portland. That thing was a hot one, man. Uh the champs, they got out early, they got three three goals. Vela got a goal. Cellini, the O O G. Gotta go. His first goal for the uh for the club, and then so when they got the three goals, they they took the foot off the pedal. Shit, we I was kind of confused. Like they they parked the bus like Jose would, bro. Um, and it wasn't in a good way because uh they leaked two, and then um what was that in the 80th minute? Shit, they finally woke up and then they they just time wasted it on out, but. They had maybe 10 more minutes. Portland would have would have tied that up and they would have been going away with one point. Um, second game I watched was Inter Miami versus Philly. The Philly coach been popping a whole lot because his team, um, he he pretty much grew the players. They don't really spend a lot on DPs, even though they spent big money on two DPs last year. But that's another topic another day. They played Inter Miami and they got their ass smoked to zip. That wasn't the only smoking I watched this week. Um, from Inter Miami, man, they had two beautiful, like, outside-the-box shots. The first one from this guy named Taylor. No, it wasn't even Taylor, the first one. Um, I forgot the guy's first. Oh, Gene. Gene was the first goal. Outside the box, uh, low low, low shot. Got it in there beautiful. Uh, second, second goal, this dude, Robert Taylor. Shit, I got to check and see if that's a record. 15 seconds on the pitch, homie got a goddamn goal, man. Nasty. Hey, Joseph, I seen you on the pitch. He's looking ugly in that silver, looking like a convict. Um, Third game I watched, man, I mean, I watched D.C. United because week one, they got a dub. So I, I was like, shit, let me check them out. You know what I mean? Um, They starting Benteke at, up top. <laughs> And that boy is washed. Uh, Clay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need you to start watching DC United, at least they highlights, because I don't think you could watch a whole game. I mean, uh, they, they lost they lost this week. So yeah. the 2-0 ugly loss. So it's yeah. calm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy going to have to get some more players. Like, he going to have to switch the tactics because um, buying all these old dudes from the Premier League, like he got homie. Uh, yeah, he got Benteke, uh, Mateus Flitch. The guy from Leeds, and um, I mean, he got the goal last week. He almost had a good chance. He had a good chance this week, but the crew, <laughs> that pace was next level. And they, that number nine, I can't even pronounce his name. I'm not even gonna try. He was on another level. He was hunting all game. Um, last game I watched, man, was you already know ATL United versus Toronto. Yeah, I had to watch Bradley, the father and the son. <laughs> a bit of collusion around now. <laughs> it's a bit of collusion, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the game, that game was very sloppy. One thing I'll say about the MLS too, the the crossing is terrible. They just kick the ball in the box, bro. It's like Nathaniel Clyde or Juan Basaka is doing the crosses. Unless it's like elite, the elite, elite guys, it's ugly. Um, but yeah, uh, ATL versus Toronto. 
man, we out here looking mid, man. The midfield slow. This Brad Guzan dude still in the check. Um, homie from New York, the Jamaican guy, Sean Johnson. He did I did I didn't know that. New York did not keep him. He on Toronto as the goalkeeper. Um so uh yeah, they got an early goal. They cut us open, uh Bernadeschi. Uh, the Italian guy did his thing, got a goal doing, looking dominant on the MLS. He will probably be in Europe so this summer. Um, and we looked at mid up until like maybe the 70th minute. We got our new Greeks. Uh, I don't know if he has scouts or not. Um, but yeah, we got our new Greek guy. I don't like him wearing number seven. Uh, he came on the pitch. He 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 was creating havoc. He didn't. He got an outside goal. MLS is. Also poor on this Apple. Um, I hope that you can get some. Like, I don't see lines, bro. You you using VAR and you're not showing me lines. I can't believe you. I don't believe a ref. He's human. Um, yeah, but we got one back, Rosado. Um, he did his thing, and we 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 were looking threatening, but we did not get that second goal. So we we went one one. Uh Pena, he got what is that? That's four point. Yeah, no. That's only two points, bro. You you need no no no. That's four points. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, we got four points on two games. I don't have a power ranking because honestly, it's a little bit too early, man. Because um, some of these teams looking mid, and then they might end up being really really good later on in the season. Um, so man, I'm gonna get y'all next week. We're gonna start looking at who got the goal, um, who who leading the league in goals. But for this week, man. We out, man. I'm gonna give Bern, but I'm gonna give Bernadeski my MLS goal of the minute. And when I pop that off, we're gonna go ahead and say, um, what's y'all champagne goal of the week? It's totally right for you to start it, Marcus. I mean, which one of the seven you want? I think I'm gonna give the respect to the king, King Mo. He he is the king of man united because he smokes y'all every time we play but i'm gonna go with the second one when he took the top off because when he that was him making that 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 record his yes you never gonna get kenny i think they said kenny had almost 600 goals bro next level bro you're not getting kenny um but getting 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 what you got that's cool bro so respect most solid second goal that's focused. Yeah, See, yeah. I'm I'm probably go with I'm gonna go with Cody's first goal. I feel like his movement, his shift in that curl bottom corner, yeah, that that was a focused goal. The second one was next too, but the I feel like the first showed a little bit more technique and confidence on his part. And he made Varane slide. <laughs> he was he was turned up that game, man. He was turned up. I'm going with Gakpo's second goal. Salah dribbling on the right flank, classic Liverpool counterattack. Broke down Lissandro Martinez in front of the world. Sit down. Created a new meme. Lissandro laid down, tried to get back up. Perfectly weighted cross, and then the little chip over De Gea's head top. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you, Dan. That's my champagne goal. That uh, the flick by Gagpo was was beautiful. Uh, Salah's body movement, delicious. The joint shook. Lissandro Martinez 
back to Argentina. You know what I'm saying? Travel back in time for a little bit. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to go with that. Uh I like that. Since we're piling on, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna give it all seven. Yeah, all seven. To this one. Seven up. I'm gonna give Liverpool all seven. Fuck it. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Cause uh yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, they man. Speaking I, of I seven, nothing else I can say. Let me just say this real quick because Anthony, you didn't bring this up because I I know you you know the corruption is a is abreast. City <laughs> is talking about a stadium expansion in a hotel, <laughs> trying to add seven thousand more seats to that whoa. to make whoa, it the whoa, third whoa, biggest whoa, stadium whoa. in England behind Wembley and Old Trafford. Yeah, and we we need the capacity. Where is the feeling now? Yeah, but hey, they about to. That's what they said. They said uh, the ownership group is about to bring a lot of immigrants through Brexit. What? You know, bring niggas through and fill it up. They remember when they was paying niggas to come to the games? Yeah. And shout out Jorgen Klinsman. He's now the head coach of South Korea. Got to get a job. Yeah. For how long? A month? I hope it's longer than his last job. Hey, man. They said he's going to be there until through the 2026 World Cup. Hey, man, so who the hell y'all bringing in the club, man? Because I'm bringing the whole fucking squad. I'm bringing Jurgen. Shit, Pep Lenders can come in that motherfucker. Oh, we, we, we lit this week, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, I'm in the club with you, and I'm bringing the Arsenal ladies to the section with me. Salute to them for winning the trophy over Chelsea. It's always nice to beat your ops for a trophy. Salute to them. Mm. Uh, this guy, man, this guy. But you know, it's Tom. You know, he finally got a game. Finally, won something. So you know, I'm gonna bring Potter outside. Potter's in a club. I'm uh, I'm with Klopp, man. I'm 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 letting him get a drink because the way he was maxing out on the kid that that ran out on the pitch. Oh yeah, a, messing about moment. Shout out to Bobby. Yeah, so I, I know Klopp wants a beer or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm uh, let him uh, relax, man. Yeah, hard not to hard not to let the the scousers come in the club. I guess got to let them in, put the gate down, let them on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they showed off and they they trending up. I can't lie, like front, so yeah, I give it to them. Like I got credit with credit due, y'all. All right, nobody's in the club with any money bags. All right. It should be Bruno Fernandez because he was asking to get subbed off. I think he wanted to go to the club. And Lissandro wanted a red card. He wanted a lay down too. Hey, man. We're going to get on up out of here, man. But until next time, keep them pinkies up, man.